is more of the best of the Cooking in the Dark show. Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. The kitchen. I will go to the kitchen. And although some recipes I cannot read, still I'm sure I can't do everything I need. This show, Cooking in the Dark, it is the key. He's a mighty talkative Texan. You know Cheryl, she tells him so. I know Dale Campbell would like to welcome you to this hair show. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Holy smoly guacamole! Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. I'm Cheryl Cummings, and I will introduce you to the man who proves to us every week that you don't need sight to cook dinner tonight, Dale Campbell. Woo! All right. All right. We've got a little rowdy crowd out here. I like <laughs> That's good, because this show, this show is going to go to the birds. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What What do you mean? What do you got planned? What do you mean the birds? This show's going to be for the birds, I'm sure. It's so darn cold out there. I had to find my heavy coat. I'm dressed up like the Michelin man coming in. Golly, Texas, what is going on? 30 miles from Galveston, Charlotte. It's not supposed to be this cold here. I'm filing a protest with Mother Nature. All right, so how cold is cold? Uh... It is so cold that I had to wear my heavy coat today. <laughs> no, it's about 38. Oh, that is cold. Oh, you poor guy. For us Texans yeah, out here. Yeah, that's I mean, very we're, cold. We're, now, give us 105, and we'll we'll rock and roll all day long at 105. But mm, 38, man, the streets are bare. The stores, nobody's in them. Everybody's home shuttered. <laughs> we're sheltered in place. <laughs> oh, understood, understood. You know, the other day it was all, it was rainy and cold and, oh, just a, you know, a winter day, you know? And um, somebody was like, God, oh, this weather is horrible. It just can't get worse. And it's like, oh, yes, it can. <laughs> <laughs> it can get about 50 degrees colder and snow and sleet. And, oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen it. I know it. I've heard of those stories <laughs> of that great frozen place up north, <laughs> Dallas. <laughs> oh, that's mean. That's mean. Oh, but hey, y'all. I got to tell you something before we get into our show today that's going to be going to the birds, for the birds, about birds, of birds, for the birds. Yeah. I got to tell you, over the Christmas break, I got an email from a, a lady named Rhonda who lives in Pearland. Now, Pearland is about, oh, 20 miles east of where we are here in Clear Lake. West, I'm sorry, 20 miles west of us. Whew. I was turned around facing south, west, east, north. Okay, west. <laughs> but anyway, she said that we had a fan of Cooking in the Dark coming down from Maine. And uh, his name's Noah Carver, and he's 11 years old, and that I'm his favorite blind chef. So they wanted to get together. Of course we're going to hook up and meet Noah. Oh, y'all, Noah Carver is an awesome little guy. He's 11 years old. He knows more about – he's probably forgotten more in 11 years about computers than I know. Intensely and oh, just awesome, awesome little guy. He was sitting there and, and a great sense of humor too because he's – we're sitting there uh, eating. Uh, we, we met at a, a Mexican restaurant there in town that has really good food, and we're talking, and him and I are chit-chatting. And he goes, hey, I've got my Texas boots on. Mm-hmm. 
I've got my Texas jeans on. Mm-hmm. I've got my Texas shirt, my Texas vest, and my Texas tie. And then he goes, then I realized I'm getting dressed up for a blind guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, brother, that's so awesome. <laughs> but Noah will be, he will be coming in. He will be making some appearances on the show with us. He's going to, we're going to have him on as a guest because he hooked me up with these delicious chocolate coconut treats. I forget the name of them. Right. But right. they're made, they're made in their part of uh, up in Maine. That's, mm-hmm. they're kind of traditional for their area. Mm-hmm. Oh, we, uh, we had, there were, uh, yeah. Anyway, I didn't share. I wasn't very nice. <laughs> They're good, man. They're mine. He gave them to me. Right. Step away from my chocolate coconut treats. And now I'm out of them. So Uh-oh. we're going to have to have him on the show so we can both make them together. Delicious. You know, yeah. he was he was awesome. And he rides horseback. He snow skis. He plays Little League baseball. He sings in a choir, in a school choir. He does solos. Great little guy, man. I mean, I tell you what, the future of the blind, I... Pff, He'll be president someday. I wouldn't doubt it. If he sets his mind to it, look out. There's nothing this little guy can't do. He is just spectacular. I'm so glad that he's a fan, and I'm even more happy now that I met him and I can call him a friend. Oh, that's nice. Well, I can't wait to meet him, and and I'm I'm so looking forward to the show or shows when he's going to join us. And because I, I heard, you know, you told me that he's got, like, some specialty dishes that he makes all the time. Mm -hmm. Well... Yeah. One of his favorites is the corn salsa that we made on one of the shows. He told me, I take that to all the formal events I go to. That's mine. I take that to everything. I'm like, oh, dude, that's good stuff, too. And it's so easy. Some jalapenos, some corn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So that's just impressive. Thanksgiving, him and his dad cooked Thanksgiving dinner. Mm-hmm. And he went back through all of our old shows <laughs> and listened to the recipes we made. And that's how they came up with their menu. Wow. Now, see, we've got one. I knew we had one listener out there somewhere, all the way up there in Maine. Can I just tell you how like heartening and just how inspiring that is? Because you get to meet the guests. You get to meet the people who are listening who are excited. I get to meet the people who sort of whisper behind my back that our show doesn't do anything and we don't teach anything and blah, blah, blah. So I am so glad that there's Noah who proves all those naysayers wrong and that he's having a really positive experience from listening to our show. Absolutely. And every, I mean, we've got, yeah, yeah, we've got a lot more positive and positive responses than we had negative. Right. And you know what? Even for your haters, you're still listening. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you. <laughs> hmm. But I'll take a hater. Come on. <laughs> also, let's go. I will we'll go send head them, to head. I will send them your way from now on. Uh-huh. <laughs> then we'll invite them on. Okay, come on the show and make it better. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Yes, if if, we if we're not teaching people how to actually cook something, you come on and teach us how to do it correctly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now I'll be the first to say, nah, we're not teaching anybody. Right. But we're hopefully showing them how to do it and giving them some ideas and and believe me. If I can do it, anybody can do it. Because I'm nothing special. And it's so much fun. It's great. I, mean, I love it. Nothing. I mean, to like, you know, be in your own kitchen and to like decide, you know, today I'm going to make spaghetti. And you know that you can do that. And yeah. You know. Well, and the best, the best compliment to me is when somebody goes back and gets seconds yes. of something that I've made. Right. 
you know? Or when you leave a party where you've taken a dish and your dish is empty. Oh, that's even better. You know, that's great, yeah. man. Now, if the hostess has already washed it and cleaned it and everything, that's even better. That's a double <laughs> <bonus>. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> But anyway, man, meeting Noah was um, – that was a highlight of my year. That, that told me right there that was the beginning of 15. I knew 15 was going to be a great year because, uh, whoa, 14 was rough. But meeting Noah 15 is going to be, woo, awesome. And now I've got a good buddy to yak with. So you'll be here with Noah. He'll be around. He will not – he will be like savoir faire. He will be everywhere. <laughs> so – I met this guy yes. sitting at the bar with him, Yes. and uh, he's sitting there telling me, he goes, man, I had a beautiful woman. She was rich. I had a Ferrari. I had a Lamborghini. I had a Harley, big old hog. Yeah. I had a Rolex, uh-huh. a diamond ring, uh-huh. a huge house with uh-huh. an outdoor kitchen. That got my attention. Oh, swimming pool. They had a vacation house in... Colorado. They had another one in the islands. He is telling me he had all this stuff. And I go, man, what happened, dude? You know, because I'm looking at him, no Rolex, no diamond rings on his ring, nothing, just sitting there in blue jeans and a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. I go, what happened? How did, how did you lose it all? He goes, uh, my wife found out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. The show has gone to the birds. We're making bird chili to warm everybody up on these cold, frigid winters right here on Cooking in the Dark. Don't go anywhere. Bird chili is coming up next. Now, more of the show with your host, Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all. We are back. Now... I'm digging into my own personal archives. This is my recipe for bird chili. Mmm. It's so good. What we use, you're going to need about a pound and a half to two pounds of boneless, skinless. And you can either use chicken breasts or chicken thighs. Now, thighs are the dark meat. So they're going to be a little more, what can we say, have a little more grease in them? Uh, yeah, but they have more flavor, too. More fat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The chicken breasts, of course, being white meat, are usually a little drier. But in the way we're going to do them here, well, not going to be a problem. So what I'm doing in a skillet. I'm laying out my chicken breasts. They're still a little bit frozen. Not a problem. I'm putting them in a skillet on high heat. Mm-hmm. With about a cup of water. Are these frozen or they're, they're thawed out? I uh, these are frozen. Okay. I'm going to put the lid on the pot, on the skillet. And we're just going to let them be. Okay. The water is going to, of course, start boiling. Mm-hmm. It's going to create steam. And with the lid on, everything's going to stay inside. All the heat and the steam and the moisture will stay in there. So it's going to plump our breasts up and also cook them, which is perfect, just what we needed. Okay, 
Let's talk about the rest of the recipe here. We're going to need one pound of ground turkey. Ground turkey, all right. Hence, bird chili, turkey, oh, and that's chicken. that's it. Oh, 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 oh. I thought, I don't know what I thought you were going to do, but I got it. Bird, bird, chicken, turkey. All right, I'm with you. It's a foul dish. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Another, this is such an easy recipe to make, y'all. Got an onion here that we're going to uh, dice up. Let me get him prepared. Right now, I'm just kind of peeling off some of the dead layers of the onion. Let me get one of my flexible chopping mats out here. These things are so nice. Look, I've got them all hanging right there on a cup hook. Mm-hmm. Pull one out. Let me grab a knife. Let's use the big knife. Yeah. Now, that's a knife, mate. Okay. Cutting off the root end of the onion. Cutting off the other end of the onion. Now, you know, I think I might, nah. What? I was going to use the uh, the vegetable dicer. Uh-huh. No? Just dice this up real quick, but nah, we're okay. Okay. More time for me to talk and sing and entertain. Aren't we lucky? Woohoo! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you would like that. Yeah, yeah. So what I, I just sliced my onion in half, y'all. So I'm going to, um, whoop, I've still got, come on now. Not cooperating. There we go. I've got a couple dead layers. Let me just scrape them here. That aren't wanting to come loose. The onion, that's the first thing when I was a kid I looked through when I, I was a little, I don't know second third grade something like that and i got a, a microscope oh you looked at it under for a birthday so yeah we looked at a piece of skin of onion wow okay what i'm doing right now y'all i'm cutting each half i've got the, the flat side of the slice of the onion down so we're dome up and i'm just cutting little um what i'm perceiving to be maybe quarter inch eighth inch strips slices out of this onion so now we've got all those cut now I've turned it 90 degrees and I'm just cutting them this long way with this chili if if you're not a big onion person mm-hmm. then you probably do want to dice these up pretty thin pretty small um, I guess I would consider this more of chopped than diced because I don't mind big pieces of onion mm-hmm and when I say big pieces, we're not talking like half an onion or anything like that. Oh, we're no. talking, you know, maybe a half an inch wide, maybe a, an inch or so long, something like that. Right. But so they'll, they'll, so bite-sized pieces, whatever, yeah, you, yeah. whatever you cut them. But they'll, they'll cook down in the chili, too. They'll get right. small. Like, I don't want that big, long tail there. So not, I mean, with chili, they'll, they'll be like, they'll be soft. So some people are like, I don't like crunchy, you know. Like actually yeah. telling that there's an onion there, but with chili, it, it'll all get blended in together. So. Oh, yeah. And we're making real Texas chili, so there's no beans in this recipe. Basically, let me run through what we're going to be looking at with ingredients here. We're going to be looking at a large 
can, and I say large can, it's about the 10 or 12 ounce can of tomato paste, hmm. a can of Rotel tomatoes, a can of diced tomatoes, about two and a half to three cups of water, and you can add or detract that as needed, hmm. depending on how thick you want your chili. I kind of make mine in between a soup and a stew. Okay. Some people make theirs real thick because I like putting mine over fritos. <laughs> oh, okay. I hear you. I'm kind of weird that way. Hmm. I'm sorry. My taste buds got in the way of my tongue. They were sitting there going, oh. <laughs> there, was, there was a place, a restaurant here. I want to say it was called like Chili Factory. That oh. had chilies from like all over, you know, different chili than like the Cincinnati chili or New York chili or Texas chili, and it was right. awesome. And you could go and have it like either you know just straight up, or you could have it over rice or over different types of noodles or so. Oh shoot! Nice. Okay. It was, it was interesting. Yeah, I've eaten it over rice. Now, I won't. I have not done like Cincinnati over spaghetti. Just couldn't do that. Yeah, because the Cincinnati one, if I remember correctly, it was like a little more cinnamony than like you would think a chili. Yeah, the Cincinnati recipe actually has, um, they put dark chocolate in it. Oh, that's where the Not flavor. a lot, but right. a little bit of dark, or not dark chocolate, but baker's chocolate okay. is what I meant to say. I misspoke. So it gives it a little different flavor. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So I've got a six-quart pot here. Mm-hmm. Where are you, six-quart pot? I'm right here, man. Come on over here. Okay. So we're going to get a little fire under this. We've still got our fire going under our chicken breast. They're still just bubbling away over here, doing their thing. And we're not really going to – we're just going to let them go because we won't really need them until later when we put everything together. Oh, oh, oh. All right. All right. That's so. such a great thing to do, too. So I'm going to put about medium-high heat. Now we'll go to about medium-high yeah, under the pot. Now in the pot, we're going to put a little bit of olive oil. Mm -hmm. Not a lot. Maybe, I wouldn't even say, maybe a tablespoon, if that. Just about a round of olive oil is all we're putting in here. Just enough to get a little a warm, comfortable feeling in the bottom. We're going to add our onion in here and let it saute. Now, let's get back to our list of ingredients. I told you about the pound and a half to two pounds of, of uh, chicken breast, mm -hmm. uh, boneless, skinless, or chicken thighs, either one. Mm -hmm. Now, you can use the others, but you're going to have to debone them because we're going to put all the meat in there. Uh, so that either way, I mean, if you have some turkey or chicken left over from baking a turkey or a chicken, use that meat. I've done that before, too. You know, I, it's all good. It's all good, I swear. <laughs> We're also going to need um, half of an onion chopped up. We're going to need three tablespoons of chili powder. One to two teaspoons of ground cumin. One to two teaspoons of of garlic powder and one to two teaspoons of onion powder we're also going to need between a half and two 
teaspoons of white pepper. Now, I say these measurements, the one to two, because that's all on your taste. I'm putting two of everything in. Okay, we need to add two tablespoons. I'm sorry, one tablespoon, excuse me, one tablespoon of salt. Again, if you want to add a little more salt, you can do so. With the white pepper and the chili powder, you're not going to really need to add black pepper, but some people do just because they add it to everything. So rock on. Do it. <laughs> the can of tomato paste I told you about, the can of Rotel tomatoes, and the can of diced tomatoes. All of that will go into the pot. Then we're going to add to that our chicken and our meat. Actually, our meat's already going to be in there as we start putting all this together. So that's about all there is to it, Cheryl. It's pretty easy. Yeah. It's Chili's kind of like making a soup. Now, some people put black beans in it. Some people put kidney beans in it, red beans. If you want to put beans in it, knock yourself out. That's cool, too. But I, I, you could put vegetables in. You can put vegetables in it. Yeah. Absolutely. If you can find a vegetable that'll fit in the pot. <laughs> Get it in there, man. So we're you so like what like zucchini? I think I've had it with like zucchini, um, maybe some corn. I've had it uh, with okra. I've had it with yeah, corn. Yeah. You know, some frozen corn. Mm -hmm. Okay. So my ground meat, my ground turkey. I'm popping that in our skillet. I mean, in our pot. We're going to let that start browning. I'm just kind of breaking it into smaller pieces right now, so it'll brown a little bit quicker. Once that starts browning, we're going to add the onion and let that start kind of cooking up in there as well. Then we'll start adding all the good stuff, all the stuff that makes it is what it is. Now, in the past, I've always cheated with my chili. I'd use like a big old can of Wolf Brand chili and then throw in some more meat and stuff. Oh. <laughs> but I was like, nope, we're going to learn how to do this correctly. We're going to do it from scratch. That's right. Because you never know when, you know, you may not have a can of Wolf Brand chili laying around. <laughs> right? And you have a taste for some chili, so yeah. you might as well learn how to do it. I think so. Every time the temperature gets low, whew, time for chili. All right, so we're where we're at right now. Why don't we take a quick little break here? We'll get reorganized. I'll get some of the other ingredients out here so that we can just talk about them if we need to. And uh, we'll be right back on Cooking in the Dark Bird Chili. Now with more of the show, here's Cheryl Cummings and Dale Campbell. Welcome back to more Cooking in the Dark, all about chilly it's dark it's good it should be cooking in the cold that's what we should call the show tonight <laughs> cold outside there it's cold but we're, we're talking for you. <laughs> but we've come up with a great solution bird right. chili bird chili bring on the birds and you won't be chilly anymore when you eat this here chili <laughs> okay so what i'm doing right now i'm just um our ground turkey is browning nicely it's in the bottom of a six-quart pot that mm -hmm. we've also added just a little bit of oil to. So we're kind of chewing it up, tearing it up. Not chewing it up, literally. I'm just using, again, my spatula straight up and down, just kind of chopping it up. Now, normally when I when I do, when I brown meat, mm -hmm. I try to chop it up pretty fine. Mm -hmm. you know, and, again, it depends on what we're doing. But with this, I'm not going to let – I don't want this to be chopped up too fine. I want it to have some bigger hunks. Of meat in them. And when I say bigger hunks, maybe 
inch by inch or so, uh, bite size, maybe a little bit bigger than bite size, smaller, anyway, somewhere in there, you know, so it's kind of like a hearty, beefy, hearty, a hearty chili. <laughs> right, right. You know, I don't want a whole bunch of little bitty, little bitty um, grains of, of ground meat in here. Okay, I'm adding in the onions now. Let's check our chicken breasts here. I think they're going to be probably ready to go, too. So what I'm going to do with those is get a, uh, a bowl here, one of our perfect mixing bowls. Gosh, these things are magnificent. Oh, is this your, your pour spout bowls or whatever? Yeah. I've got the 12-quart version sitting right here. Awesome. I'm reach in and get some of our tongs, the silicone-covered tongs, so that mm -hmm. I can go into my skillet here and not hurt it. I like that idea. So you're it's, not it's scratching it up or anything. Yeah, it's a Kaflon one. Mm -hmm. Okay, there's one breasty. There you go. Place him there. Here's another breasty. Oh, come on, don't be shy. There's another breasty. Okay. Let's see, did we get them all? Oh, missed that one. Come, come, come. That's what they say in the islands when you pull in. Come, come, get in my cab. Come, come. <laughs> where are we going? It doesn't matter. Come, come, I take you. <laughs> doesn't matter where you want to go. Just come, come, come. All right. I'm going to turn the heat down on our pot of chili now to about medium. Oh, that's bubbling nicely. It's going to get our onions. Oh, can you smell the onion, Cheryl? Mm. I love onions. Are you kidding? Mm -hmm. You can dice up a little bell pepper if you want to put in here. That's up to you. That would be good as well. It's your chili. I'm just giving you the basis, man. We're just taking the road map there. Right. So let's see. Now, I got lucky. Mm -hmm. And I found in the pantry check out what this is we'll get let the id mate tell us product Plants, tomatoes diced fire roasted with garlic Ooh. fire roasted diced tomatoes with That's garlic good. added oh perfect for this chili right that means i can cut down a little bit of the chili that i'm putting i mean the um, garlic product Have tomato paste tomato paste Oh, and these must be the Rotel tomatoes. Let's see. These ID mates, y'all, are a godsend. Product. Rotel diced tomatoes and green chilies. Wild. Oh, look at that with some green Rotel chilies. Rotel and diced tomatoes. Mm -hmm. Okay, our chicken breasts I put off to the side to let cool. Now we're going to start building our chili, man. Oh. All right, here we go. So, let's grab the um, tomatoes and my can opener. There it is. <laughs> now, it's all coming back to me, Cheryl. What's coming back After not being in you? here for like six months. Oh, this is true. This is true. So there's that one. There's the fire roasted with the garlic. There's the regular rotels. Okay. So now here's what we're going to do. We've got our meat in here. We've got our onions. Mm -hmm. 
I'm just going to dump in these cans of tomatoes. This is a about a 15-ounce can mm -hmm. of diced tomatoes, fire-roasted tomatoes with garlic, Rotel tomatoes. With green chilies. With green chilies. Mmm. Temperature's already going up in here, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. I like it. Now I'm taking my can of Rotel tomatoes because it's a 10-ounce can. So that's basically a cup and a quarter, okay? Mm -hmm. So I've just added one can. There's two cans. Not toucans, two cans. <laughs> <laughs> so that's two and a half cups of water. And a little bit more, maybe half a can here. Bring it up to about three cups of water. All right, we're getting there. It's just a method, a method to the madness, I say. Now, here's our can of paste. Now, with paste, let me tell you what to do here. Mm -hmm. Open one side of the can. And then open the other side. Open both ends. Because the paste will probably be sticky. It probably will not just plop right out like you would like it to. Sometimes if you pop it, it will. Nope, not going to do it. Because when you pop the other end of the can. So I've got it. Hold, I'm holding it over my pot. Mm-hmm. With the, the open end down, I've got the bottom of the can, and I'm opening in it with the can opener. But I've got it over my pot, and I'm holding it. Does that make sense? Yep. What I'm doing here? Yep. Now that I've already cut the bottom out, I'm just pushing through the bottom, mm -hmm. and it's pushing the paste right out. Now what you got to do, there you go, is catch the bottom before of the can when it starts to fall out. Right. So as you're pushing down, it's starting to slide through. So then I hold my fingers right at the edge of the can, and I, I kind of squeeze in on the tomato paste that's coming out just lightly, and then I catch the lid. Ta-da! Okay, practice that three times. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's, that's a great thing because usually with tomato paste, if you use a spoon, you scoop out some, you scoop out some, and, you know, still stuff left at the bottom. Yeah, there's still stuff left at the bottom. I mm -hmm. learned that trick a long time ago feeding mm -hmm. my cat because we used to feed him canned cat food when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't touching that crap. <laughs> <laughs> not with my hands, not with a spoon, not with nothing. I'm like, oh, I don't know how you eat this cat, but you like it. Because he was always purring, but I'm like, I ain't touching it. So just open both ends of the can and plop it out. <laughs> but at then I wasn't so skilled. I would still have to fish out the lid. Ah, uh, you don't like cat food? I <laughs> uh, can't say I've ever had to try it. Well, when you come over tomorrow night, we'll have meatloaf. <laughs> That's okay. We'll let that go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when the cats in the neighborhood come over for meatloaf, uh, something's wrong. <laughs> What's going on here? I'll rinse my hands off here. Okay, so in the pot, we have about 12 and a half, about 12 ounces of tomato paste, a can of Rotel tomatoes, mm -hmm. a can of diced tomatoes, fire roasted with garlic. Nice. We've got a pound of ground turkey, 
We've got half an onion that's been chopped up. We still haven't added our chicken. Let me stir up what we have in the pot. Stirring, stirring, stirring. Keep that chili stirred. Just really want to make sure everything's mixed up well, especially the tomato paste. So I'm just kind of using my spoon also to kind of feel around. Mm -hmm. Just make sure everything... I don't feel like I have any thick blobs of anything in here, which would be the tomato paste. Mm-hmm. I think we're looking good. Okay. We're going to put a lid on this and let it start doing its thing. Getting heats on about medium to medium low. If you're using an electric oven, go ahead and just put it on medium. When it comes up, if it starts boiling... Put it on low. Okay. Now, let's get our other spices here. Let me make sure I've got what I've got. Get my ID mate. Come here, brother. Don't be shy. It's okay. He's kind of shy being on the show at all. He hasn't been on that often. Come on. There we go. I think this should be chili powder. All right. Cumin. All right. So ground cumin. Let's see. Two table. Two teaspoons. Excuse me. I got to get the little shaker thing off of it. Let me make sure I didn't get these bottles. These bottles are exactly the same size, y'all. It's enough to drive you crazy, ain't it? It is, it is. So how much chili did you did you put in? I haven't yet. I put okay. the cumin in. Okay. And what was that, like one or half a teaspoon or something? About a, two teaspoons. Two teaspoons, okay. Come on. There we go. Okay. All right. So now let's put in our chili powder. We're going to put in three tablespoons. And again, this is sub subject to change. If you want to put more in, mm -hmm. do it. If you want it a little less chilly, put less in, of course. And again, these numbers, this is just kind of what I use for mine. This suits my taste. Mm -hmm. So if you like it different, make it. And if nobody else likes it, then eat it all. 
Well, exactly. Then just more for you. Don't get your feelers hurt. All right. There's a chili powder or cumin. We get our garlic powder. We're going to put about a oh, about a teaspoon of that in. Onion powder. Put a little of that in. Now, here comes the kicker, the white powder. White powder is hot, hot, hot. So I'm going to put in about two, for us, I put in about two teaspoons. Mm -hmm. You may only want to put in one teaspoon, a half. Just put it some in and check it out. If you want to make it a little bit hotter, make it a little bit hotter. Salt, we're going to add about a tablespoon of salt. Okay. So there we go. Now, let me stir this up again. This is going to be good over some rice or over some Fritos. Uh-oh. And again, play with it if you don't want yours as th too thin, more, you know, if you don't want it soupy, mm -hmm. if you want it more stewy, mm -hmm. then don't put as much water in it. Oh, okay. Uh, add a little more tomato paste if you want to do that. Less water. And how long do you let it sort of stay on the stove? I let it simmer for about 30 to 40 minutes after okay. we get everything in it. Okay. I'm going to put the lid on it. We're going to let it do its thing. We're going to turn our attention back to our chicken. Oh, did you hear that moan in the audience? 30 <laughs> or 40 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we're starving now. So I always say, don't come to the show hungry. So what I'm doing with the chicken breasts, y'all, they've kind of cooled now since we took them out of the steamer. Mm. I'm just tearing them into bite-sized pieces. That one there's done. Now you can cut them if you want, if that's easier for you. Mm -hmm. They tear apart pretty easily. Okay. I like tearing them too because every now and then mm -hmm. when you get this boneless, you know, supposedly boneless chicken breast... They get a little piece of the breastbone in there. Okay. You know, the machine was off a little bit when it was cutting. Maybe the bird flinched. Probably because it's cold out there. <laughs> That's a big old fat bird there. I think might have gotten mistaken for a turkey. <laughs> he would have been an offensive lineman, Cheryl. Uh, bird. The bird. One foot, one foot eight, four hundred eighty-six pounds. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Ooh, piece is still a little bit warm. Ouch. 
Uh oh, what's going on? Oh, just I'm just tearing this breast apart, and it, he was so thick, so big that the middle of it it's still pretty hot. It's funny. The more you do this, work with your hands and these foods, y'all. The more you get used to your fingers, get more immune to the hot temperatures. I mm-hmm. guess. Gosh, I hope it's not neuropathy, but I don't think it is. <laughs> I can feel the heat. <laughs> it just doesn't bother me as much. Like my wife Candace, when she was in high school, she worked at a sandwich shop. Mm-hmm. So they had to run there. When they would make their sandwiches, they'd run the buns through with cheese on them, and the cheese would melt to the bun. And they had to grab them out of the little broiler oven heater thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Kind of like a toaster oven on a with a conveyor belt on it that run them through. So she goes after a while that you didn't even notice how the warmth, you know, the, right. the heat. I don't know if that's because of the calluses. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> okay, we've got our chicken torn up here. So all we're going to do with this now is take it out of our perfect bowl, and we're just going to pour it right into our pot of chili. Just like that. Okay. All right, y'all. Take a break. We're going to stir this up. Yeah, we'll take a little break. We'll be right back on Cooking in the Dark with our bird chili. Now, more of the show with your host, Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all, we are back. The bird chili is chilling. It'll be ready in just a few minutes. Everybody here is so excited. <laughs> I know I am. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it tastes excellent. It tastes the way I like it to taste. So right. if you don't like it, sorry. <laughs> I'll eat your bowl. Now, serving this, like Cheryl and I were talking about earlier, there's all different things. You can just throw it in a bowl. Eat it that way. What I like to do is put Fritos in the bottom of my bowl, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. put some chili on top, mm-hmm. add a few more Fritos on top of that, mm-hmm. little cheddar cheese and some onions. Oh, 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 You're a happy camper. It's all good, man. Yeah. Or some people crumble crackers up in it. Right. Mm. Cornbread. Mm, that oh, works, too. Oh, I'm all for the cornbread. Yeah, yeah. So remember a few shows ago we were talking about doing cornbread? Yep. Yeah, I'm going to make some. I got some bacon for you right now. You didn't know I slipped that in on you. I didn't. I didn't. Third cup of milk, an egg. Makes a little nice little mini. It makes a Cheryl loaf. (laughs) (laughs) It's a type of thing that not even I could mess up. (laughs) Well, no, it's it's, it's just in a little loaf pan. It's just, it's Cheryl's. It says Cheryl on it. Stay away. This is mine. That's even better. Yeah, Cheryl will kill you <laughs> if you touch my cornbread. <laughs> but uh, we just made we made some homemade bird chili, as we call it. It's just actually uh, chicken and turkey chili. Mm-hmm. We started with about two pounds of boneless, skinless chicken breasts mm-hmm. that we basically kind of thawed and poached, steamed, if you will, in a skillet with about a cup of water on high that was covered. We just let the put the breasts in and just let them do their thing. Uh, one thing I didn't tell y'all I did, I flipped them after about oh, 15 minutes or so, just kind of turned them over, put the lid back on them, let them do their thing, and then turned them off. Once they're done, you just pull them out and uh, take them out of the skillet and just set them off to the side and let them cool. In the, our pot, 
we browned one pound of ground turkey. Once that was browned, we added about a half of a diced, chopped up, well, not really diced, more of a chopped up onion over the top of that. Let that go for about five minutes. Then we started adding all of our other stuff. We added one can of diced tomatoes that were fire roasted with garlic. Mm -hmm. We added one can of Rotel tomatoes. We added one can of tomato paste. And then I added about three cups of water. Stirred all that up. Added three tablespoons of chili powder. Mm -hmm. One tablespoon, well, actually two tablespoons of ground cumin. We added about two teaspoons of white pepper, about two teaspoons of onion powder, and about one teaspoon of garlic powder. About a tablespoon, eh, probably closer to two tablespoons of salt. And again, all these, these spices are to your taste. So if you're not quite sure, you might add a little and then just add a little more just to get a taste of it. But when you add them, stir them up, let them simmer for a few, oh, a minute or two, mm -hmm. and then taste it. And remember, all these flavors are going to meld together the longer this stuff sits. So then we came back and we tore our chicken up into bite-sized pieces, added that in, stirred it all up, put it on low just to let it simmer. And do its thing. After about 20 minutes, it'll be ready to go. So rice, mm, you want to do some rice, be it boiling bag rice, that's perfect. If you have a rice steamer or you cook rice on the, on the cooktop, go for it. That works out well, too. Grits, mm, I don't know about grits. I guess you could do that. Cincinnati, pasta. they eat it over spaghetti. Yeah, I was say put it over pasta. Put it over pasta. Mm, or... Put it over a hot dog. Oh, oh, oh. Take me to the ball game. <laughs> this is probably mine. This this batch right here is probably a little too thin mm -hmm. to put over a hot dog. But if it is too thin, and you want to make it a little bit thicker. Just add a, about about a about a teaspoon of cornstarch, and that'll help thicken it up a little bit. If you need to make it a little thicker, add just a little more cornstarch. Be careful though; that cornstarch will thicken up in a heartbeat. It'll go fast. But that's it, man. Bird chili on a cold winter's day for all of our cooking in the dark folk. What do you think, Cheryl? I you love ready it. for a bowl? I am ready. And it looks Crackers, like Fritos. Rice. Or cornbread. Pasta. Looks like my cornbread's ready. And cornbread's it. Cornbread yeah. is it. All right, y'all. This is Dale Campbell. She's Cheryl Cummings. And hey, Noah Carver. We're a fan of yours, too, my friend. This is Cooking in the Dark. We will see y'all next week hmm, with some Super Bowl treats, perhaps. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Cooking in the Dark was produced by THC Productions. Again.